Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. One of my daughter's friends has bad allergies, and when she comes over for a play date, she brings her EpiPen. Her mother has assured me that she knows how to use it, but I still treat it with a touch of fear. I mean, it's basically a big needle full of adrenaline, isn't it? Uh, I'm not really up on EpiPens, and so I've invited the founder of The Nest and nurse specialist in allergy, Heidi Young, to tell us all about it. Hi, Heidi. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Thank you very much. That's good. Now, uh, let's start at the very beginning. What is an EpiPen? So an EpiPen is um, like an auto-injector with adrenaline in it. So it can be just called an uh, adrenaline auto-injector or like in the movies, you might have heard them call it Epi. It's basically a device that is kind of the size of, um, it's like the length of a biro or a a pen, um, but about three times thicker so that it's easy to hold. Um, And it has adrenaline inside just a small amount to treat anaphylaxis. So, which is a severe allergic reaction and it's big, it's kind of bigger than it needs to be, but just so that it's easy to handle. So is that like a big needle? No, no. Ah. So the needle inside it is quite thin. It is an intramuscular needle. So it's long, it's, you know, the kind of um, your classic length of needle that you would imagine, but um, it's relatively thin. It's just purely big so that it can be easily handled, easily found, um, and that it's not too fiddly. That's the only reason it's that size. Okay. Um, and you mentioned there's a small amount of adrenaline in there. Do all EpiPens have the same amount of adrenaline in them? No, there's two different types. So there's the um, what we just call the EpiPen, and then there's the EpiPen Junior. And the EpiPen Junior is for the smaller child, and then just EpiPen is for um, for the larger child and the adult. So there's only two different types. And I mean, look, children with allergies, particularly severe allergies who have these EpiPens have obviously got the right one for them. So um, I guess when it comes to EpiPens and the fear around them, I would have thought it's most likely to be parents like myself who don't have children with allergies who are a bit worried about them. Can we safely assume that if a child has an EpiPen, then it is the right one for them that, you know, if you had to administer it, you wouldn't be giving them a lethal dose of adrenaline, if that's even possible? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it's definitely possible to give a lethal dose, but probably not from any kind of EpiPen. Um, So a, a child is only given an EpiPen if it's deemed appropriate by the specialist. So very young babies often don't have EpiPens because they're actually not big enough. They're not 10 kilos yet. So sometimes they will because their allergy maybe is deemed a very, very high risk for a nasty anaphylaxis. So they the, the specialist may decide to give a child under 10 kilos one, but most of the time they don't. Um, but yes, if a child is dis, uh, prescribed an EpiPen, you can always assume it's the right one because they actually expire every year. So they have to be renewed every year. So the child is obviously reweighed every time. So they're always, they're usually very accurate. Right. So um, how do they work exactly? So adrenaline, so anaphylaxis is um, a severe allergic reaction, which involves the, it can involve the respiratory system, the cardiovascular systems, you know, or both. 
And basically what happens is the respiratory system gets all swollen and, um, you know, your throat uh, inside your respiratory system, your, your throat, your tongue, your voice box can get constricted. So that's what gives you all these symptoms like wheeze, cough, change in the voice. Also, your blood pressure can drop, which can make you either pale or pale and floppy if you're a young child or an older child will say, I'm dizzy and, and they might collapse. And that's the... Uh, blood pressure dropping and what actually is happening is the blood vessels are getting really big and leaky so if you can imagine that your blood like if you imagine you had a small river running with um you know with fast water in it and then you made that river really big and wide the water would flow slower so that that basically causes the blood pressure to drop because the veins and arteries have got really big and leaky also then fluid leaks out of them and it can you know then you've got fluid in places that it shouldn't be Meanwhile, you've got, you know, swelling of the airway. And what adrenaline does is it completely counteracts all the effects of anaphylaxis. And it's the only drug that should be used for anaphylaxis. So adrenaline will um, bring the airways back to their normal size. So it will relax them and it will take the swelling down. And it will also constrict the blood vessels again. So they go back to their normal size. So they're not big and leaky. And the other thing it will do is speed up your heart rate to get that blood pressure going back up again where it should be. So it's like a perfect antidote to um, to anaphylaxis and the only thing that should be used. So what does all of that look like if you're observing a child who's just been administered an EpiPen? So basically it can look very different every time. All the tests to see whether your child has an allergy tells you if they have an allergy, but it never ever tells you how severe the reaction might be. We have no way of knowing that. So it can look like the classic, you know, swollen eyes, lips, ears, itching and hives and, you know, um, maybe a wheeze, or it can just look like your child just goes to sleep, which it could, which is the blood pressure drop in and they go pale and floppy. So the only uh, sign there from someone who wouldn't know what that was, if it was the first time they'd had peanut butter or something, is that they would look very pale, more pale than usual. But, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So it can look different every time. And there is seven or eight symptoms of mild to moderate reaction, which is the visual ones, the ones that we see, like the hives, the welts, the swelling of the lips and the eyes. And actually, they're the mild to moderate symptoms, the severe symptoms of anaphylaxis are the with the the wheezing the cough the blood pressure drop um, and the swelling of the tongue tongue because it compromises the airway so it can look a lot of different ways there's no one answer to that unfortunately um and when you administer the epipen do should you expect whatever that reaction has been should you expect it to reverse quickly or does it tend to take time Yep. A lot of the time it can reverse within minutes. Yeah. Very, very quick. So it's an intramuscular injection, but it can uh, not, not in the vein. So just in the muscle, um, if you put it in the vein, if you put adrenaline in the vein, then you've got, there's more risk of sort of making the heart do funny things. So we, we pop it into the muscle. Um, and yeah, within minutes, you can have a completely different child. Um, no other medicine will do that for anaphylaxis. It's only adrenaline. So you can expect to see a, a quick response. If you haven't got any response or the child looks worse after five minutes, you can administer a second EpiPen and you can keep administering, you know, adrenaline like we would at the hospital every five minutes until we need to intervene more. But 
yeah, it's you would expect to see a quick response, but obviously not always. And those children can need much uh, further treatment. Now, you very casually just said there that um, you don't want it to go into a vein because it can do strange things to the heart and you put it into a muscle. Mm -hmm. Um, I hand up in the air, waving around madly, I would have potentially failed biology. I really don't know much about my own body, let alone my um, children when I'm dealing with muscle and vein, etc. Is there one spot that we should be thinking about if we have to administer an EpiPen? Yes. Yep. So the guidelines say in any instructions you see for an EpiPen, say in the side of the thigh. So that nice big meaty muscle just on the side of the thigh. And with an EpiPen, because it's an emergency medication, if you think about it, it's quite a big deal carrying adrenaline around in your handbag. So the whole point of it is that it's very you, that you need to be you need to get it very quickly. So that's why we let people you know carry it around, um, and it can go through clothes. So you don't need to take a child's clothes off or person's clothes off to administer. It can just go straight through jeans and the side of the thigh. But your big thing is just not to be afraid of the epipen. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, you know, you, you're not going to do any harm by giving the epipen. Our our ethos is if in doubt, give. So if you're questioning that they do have one of those symptoms, because everyone with an EpiPen should have an action plan. Um, and if you're questioning that they do have one of those symptoms and they, they have just had something that's, you know, questionable, you just give, you don't worry about, you know, them having too much adrenaline or anything like that. We've got to remember that adrenaline is in the body anyway. So when someone has anaphylaxis, their body starts to release adrenaline to counteract that because, you know, the body's really clever. It knows what it's doing. But the trouble is that we don't know when that's not going to be enough. So that's why we give the EpiPen purely as a top up. So it's a natural hormone in the body anyway. So when we're giving the EpiPen, we all we're doing is assisting what the body's already doing. So we don't need to worry too much about that. Heidi, thank you so much for your calm words. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. That's Heidi Young. She's the founder of The Nest. And for more details on Heidi's work, check out the links in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.